0: This is MJ. I love comics and right now I want to talk about... Actually, (laughs) I'm gonna be a little, uh, what is it? Transparent? Yeah, the opposite of opaque. I tried doing this review earlier and I just couldn't do it. I sucked. I sucked hard. I failed. But, uh, I'm back. And I've decided that I'm going to do a rant instead. A rant and some reflections on A Marvelous Life, the Danny Fingeroth uh, penned uh, biography of Stan Lee. Probably the most impactful thing about this book, in my opinion, is that it painted Lee as neither a saint nor the demon some think he is, and uh, he did a really good job of putting him in context. I'm not sure I know the man, uh, and I'm not sure how much of him was his persona in the end, but uh, there definitely was some some of the character that Stan built up for himself uh, in the, uh, you know, the soapboxes, and the bullpen, in the uh, letters, pages, all that stuff. Uh, it, you know, his public appearances on TV, on the radio, and in interviews, whatever. Like, I don't know that that was all Stan Lee, um, but it may have been a decent part of him. And uh, it's interesting. And, I mean, really, the... Public aspects of himself that he presented are to some extent the more important ones Um, The reason I would say that is because uh, Well, I mean the true character of a person does matter and what shows from a person when they're at their worst or whatever those are important things Um, But I think there's also a lot of importance uh, on the On the aspects of oneself that you try to put out there and for the most part He uh, tried to be a good guy and tried to put out good vibes, so to speak. Um, But there were imperfections in him. There was a lot of things that he did wrong, and I have to say the most surprising thing to me was how truthful the book was towards the end about his uh, contributions to certain characters. You know, he claims he's the uh, or he had claimed throughout his life. Uh, through much of his career rather that he was the creator of spider-man and the x-men and you know the fantastic four and all these other things but really uh those were collaborative works and in uh depositions and things like that he kind of presents his opinion on why he can claim uh, such great ownership in being the one to have created these characters he's basically said i'm the one who came up with the idea therefore they're my creations. Uh, somebody had to draw it, yeah, but, you know, that's just a, a side uh, factor. Uh, and it, that doesn't stop it being true, or that doesn't, you know, change the fact that I'm the one who drew these, or not who drew, <laughs> but who came up with these ideas. And if I'd never come up with them, Jack, Steve, whoever would have been able to draw them and, you know, make these characters. And uh, I think that's an interesting perspective, and it's not something that I uh... reject out of hand uh... i think there's a lot of people who would like i said there's some people who have vilified and demonized the man for you know what he did to his fellow comics creators but uh... i don't know i'm not sure that there would be that marvel would have been the company it was that it would have lasted for as long as it would have or as it did <laughs> uh... without stanley and uh... really i would say the best thing uh... that it did the book overall uh... was that it really gave me an appreciation for jack kirby for steve ditko for uh, Joe Simon, for a lot of these other uh, creators who did such uh, great work on these comics. And there are other guys, but it's been uh, about a week since I listened to the book, so I can't quite remember everybody in detail. But uh, it, was really, uh, it was really fascinating to me uh, just how much work went into uh, the books that wasn't Lee's own. He did come up with these ideas, but, uh, and I've heard the Marvel method described, and it sounds like a mess to me, that you would have an artist give a synopsis for, a, or a, a writer give a synopsis for a story, and then uh, have a artist just kinda plan it out on his own, draw everything, uh, and then have the writer come in and, uh, I wanna know who draws the word bubbles. Is that the writer, or is that, does the, does the artist provide room for those, or what happens? Anyway, I don't know. Uh, but then, you know, the writer comes in and puts the dialogue in, or at least writes up the dialogue for what's going on in the panels. And that, gosh, that just seems like such a mess. It seems like such a sloppy way to do things. Um, But at the same time, uh, I guess if you're giving credit due to people for the work that they've done, uh, it really can be an effective method because it allows uh, the artists to flex their muscles, to be very creative, to be storytellers uh, who are telling, well, stories in a visual medium, and, and through, you know, panel progression, and things like that, it, it, it allows them to tell the stories in a different way, that, uh, it, it's not superior or inferior, it's just different, and it, I think it produces different types of results, and I think, uh, the fact that we're still talking about Marvel, I think it's, is this 75 years later? Anyway, I think the fact that we're talking about Marvel, um, all these decades later, uh, is kind of proof of the, the power or the impact that uh, the work of those artists, uh, you know, it's proof of, of the work of their artists, or it's proof of how good the work of those artists was. And it's also, I think it has something to do with the method that was used and then also um, the ideas and the, uh, the words, the dialogue and, and the ethos that was injected by Lee. Um, now, I'm still a relative noob to, like, all the 60s Marvel stuff, but I am working my way through that, and knowing the method that they use for the stories, or for, you know, making the comics, it makes me more interested in, um, uh, makes me want to have a different perspective, or, or make sure to be mindful to take a different perspective as I'm reading and reviewing the comics from here on out. So, that's, uh, it's interesting. I don't think I've read a Marvel comic since I, uh, listened to the book, um, Yeah, that's correct. So it'll be interesting to go back. And I may even go back to issue number one because something that was mentioned in the book was that uh, Lee gave a very short, like, couple paragraph synopsis of what was going to happen in issue one of the Fantastic Four. And, like, one or two sentences got turned into the first nine pages of the book by Kirby, where he gives these really interesting... Uh, and dynamic, I think, uh, character introductions. They're very moody, is what I would really say. Not so much dynamic, but moody. Uh, introductions to each of the you know, four characters of the Fantastic Four. And then, uh, I don't remember who detailed the origin. Was it uh, Lee or was it Kirby? I don't know, but then, uh, you know, then we get that. And then the final third of the book, I think, is them on Monster Island. Uh, you know, I was going to say penetrating, but that's not right. Going into Monster Island and then leaving it. What's the other word that I mean? And it doesn't matter. Um, but I'm interested to, to, to hear that. And it, something else that interested me was in the book. Uh, I think it was in the book. Although I did just watch a documentary on comics as well. So it could have been from that. Uh, there was a claim made that, like, maybe Kirby wasn't super interested in the Fantastic Four. And there are other books out at the same time that don't look as great. But, I mean, then again, if that was from the book, it could have been Fingeroth, who was, like, a friend of Lee. Um... He was a younger man, I mean, he's still alive today, Uh, but I think he came into comics, you know, as somebody who appreciated Stan Lee and Marvel and, like, he was a fan who became a creator. And you gotta be careful about that. His perspective could definitely be skewed. Um, But anyway, there was, yeah, I got distracted. The claim uh, that I believe was from the book is that Kirby's work in other books uh, from Marvel that month, you know, that would have been worked on at the same time as Fantastic Four number one, were better. The art was better, it was cleaner, um, and that, uh, you know, maybe he didn't care so much and he just kind of did it, uh, on a whim and and gave, you know, partial effort, not a full effort. And, you know, it's interesting that that happened and despite that, that it was still successful. And I wonder if that's Fingeroth trying to like, because he gives such a, I think an honest and fair assessment of, you know Stanley's faults and uh, his refusal to give full credit to his co-creators I wonder if um, because he did that in the pro or you know in the you know as a large part of the book because um, I do think it's a large part of the book he had to like jab at uh, <laughs> at Kirby a little there I don't know it's interesting um, but I really enjoyed the book I suggest that if you want to know more about the history of Marvel uh, you check this out, uh, you know, of course you get to know some stuff about Stanley personally. Uh, there were some things that I didn't know that really uh, were surprising to me. Um, interesting guy, interesting life he led, and also I think it really touched on a lot of the other comics creators uh, who he overshadowed or who ended up in his shadow and who didn't deserve to be there and who deserved more of a spotlight. Uh, definitely gave me more of an appreciation for Jack Kirby. Um, for Steve Ditko as well and uh, these are people I'd like to learn more about and uh, yeah I I think that probably the best thing from this book is that it brought Lee down a peg and it lifted these other guys up anyway uh, thanks for sticking with me Uh, check out mgwinnews.com for more of my work I'm an aspiring author who will gladly accept your financial support through coffee or you can buy merch from my Redbubble store Swinging Through Comics can be found on YouTube iTunes, Google Play Stitcher and mgwinnews.com slash STC relevant links are in the show notes if you had a good time, like and share this, subscribe and ring that bell to catch me next time I'm swinging through comics.